the CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. I am, said the frustrated philosopher, a lover... But I am still looking for my person to love. Well, that's just about where it is for most people. The seeking and the finding is what brings joy and fulfillment. But sometimes the search can lead too far and last too long. And the discovery is no longer love, but death. Why, uh, why are we stopping? Because I can't see a foot ahead of me. Well, why don't we just turn around? Because I couldn't see a foot behind me either. Where are we? In the middle of nowhere. We can't just sit here in the middle of this terrible storm and do nothing. We can do something. What? We can pray we don't drown. mystery drama, Wise Child, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Ralph Bell. It is sponsored in part by Sinoff, the sinus medicines, and True Value Hardware Stores. I'll be back shortly with Act One. If with me you'd fondly stray... Over the hills and far away. Yes, that's what the poets of old used to sing. Come to some secluded place of sylvan delight, far from the madding throng, where we too can be alone with nature and with God. The fact is, we really can't do that anymore. The secluded spots are now much too few and far between. The billboard, the motel, and the smell of hamburger stand now fill the land. Joyce and Calvin Spurlock are driving along the turnpike, and the most familiar scene is being reenacted. Calvin? What? Slow down. What I'm doing is 55. It's too fast. It's a speed limit. Look out! What? what? Oh, for that truck! Oh, don't scare me like that. It's the size of it. Nothing's going to happen. Oh, be careful. Oh, what do you want me to do? Too close. He is not. Yes, he is. He's in his lane. I'm in mine. <sighs> Let's get off this terrible turnpike. What? At the, at the next exit. We can't. Yes, we can. We'll never get there. Oh, look, getting there is also part of it. This is the most direct way. Oh, I don't care. Actually, it's the only way. I want to get off the turnpike. We only have ten days. Why? Why not fifteen? Why not twenty? That's all Rosla could give me. Oh, big-hearted Rosla. Oh, now don't start that. I want a leisurely vacation. Yeah, sure, okay. Which is why we're getting off the turnpike. But, wait, wait. Let's find a winding, beautiful country road. Well, there aren't any. Oh, there must be somewhere. Look, it's too late anyhow. Too late for what? 3.30. So? We should start looking for a motel. Oh, no. What do you mean? Oh, no. Not one of those garish, impersonal... It's just a place to spend the night. I want cozy, picturesque country inns. Oh, come on. The furniture is antique. Those places don't exist anymore. There's an exit coming up. Yeah, but it doesn't lead anywhere. Oh, exits lead somewhere. 
Well, there should be a sign. What kind of sign? Well, don't you say food, fuel, lodging? I'm sure there's something. Not if it doesn't say so. Oh, I know it is. I want to get off. But isn't it? All right. All right. back. Come all this way for nothing? It's almost dark. Oh, there must be something up ahead. There's been nothing for about 50 miles. Oh, boy, listen to that. All right, so it's thunder. There's a storm coming out. All right. We're inside the car. Yeah, we can run out of gas, you know. Now, we still have a half a tank left. Uh-uh. Here it comes. It's just rain. Look. What? Slow down. It's a sign. Kiowa Flat. And there's a road on the right. Oh, I know. Let's try it. The smaller road. Oh, obviously, there's nothing on this one. I want to go back to the tent. Oh, now, Carolyn. It's dark and it's stormy. Let's follow this road just for a bit. Oh, yeah? Only a couple of miles. All right. And then I'm turning back. Kiowa Flat. What a romantic name. Well, I'm stopping right here. What? Nothing. I can't see a foot ahead. Where are we? Uh, You and your quaint little road villages. I'm sorry. Kiowa Flats. Why is that name familiar? It isn't familiar to me. Kiowa Flats. Calvin, what are we going to do? Nothing. We just can't sit here and do nothing. Oh? Well, we can do something. What? We can pray we don't drown. Oh. Uh, Calvin? Mm. Mm. Calvin? Calvin, wake up. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. It's daylight. It's morning. We must have slept through the whole night. Oh, it's beautiful. I, we got to stretch. Yeah, me too. Oh, look, not a trace of all that rain. Everything's so dry. As if nothing happened. Well, we lost the whole day. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Joyce, I am in no position to... I gather. don't want to argue about it. Where are we? <laughs> the sign said key or flat. I don't even know how far back that was. Well, it must be nearby. Let's walk the top of that rise, huh? Calvin, about Mr. Rossler. Maybe we can see something. Now, don't put me off, Calvin. I am lucky to have the job, period. All right, Calvin, all right. Kill Flats. (laughs) That name is familiar. It's funny how he slept the whole night. Hey, Joyce, Hmm? look. Oh, boy, what a view. Oh, you can see for miles. Down there to the left. It's a town. Oh, maybe we can get some breakfast. Oh. What's that? What's one? I'm I'm not sure. Did you hear that? That could be a bird. A bird? Or an animal of some kind. It, it, it's, a, it's a baby. A baby? Yes. Well, listen, listen. Oh, it can't be a baby. I, I tell you, it's a baby. What would a baby be doing here? How, how could a baby get here? I don't know. 
coming from behind that bush over there. Well, I'm going to see. Now, no, wait. Uh, Joyce, Joyce, be careful. Oh, what? Oh, why did we ever get off the turnpike? Calvin! Joyce! Calvin! Calvin, come here! What is it? Joyce, what is it? Calvin! Oh, my good Lord. My chicken. It's, it's a baby. But, but how can it be a baby? Oh, it's, it's a new baby. It doesn't have a stitch of... Oh, run back to the car. Get a blanket. Yeah, I, well, well, we, we don't have a blanket. Get something. Newborn baby. How did he get to... Oh, he must have been lying out there all night. And that storm? How? Oh, I don't know how. But he lived through it. A baby. A brand new naked baby. Someone left him there. Who? Look at him. Look at him. Sleeping so soundly. Someone left him there to die. A beautiful boy. And he lived through the storm. How could anyone abandon a baby like this one? They exposed the child on a hillside. What are you saying? It's what they did in ancient times. Oh, I don't believe it. Oh, yes, they abandoned children in the wilderness. How dreadful. Unwanted children. Oh, how could any child be unwanted? Children who could grow up and become dangerous. Please, don't say any more. How could this child survive? I won't question it. Why not? Because it's a miracle. Oh, come on, Joyce. I mean it. Joyce, we don't believe that stuff. I do. This abandoned child, he survived. Yes? And we found him. Well, all right. And that's part of the miracle. Oh, look, Joyce, please don't... Now, why, why did we get off the turnpike? Because you made an issue well, of it. don't I always? But... Yeah? Why did you listen this time? Because... And why did we take that turn in the road? Just a series of coincidences, that's all. Sure. What do you think a miracle is? All right. What's the difference? Calvin, I... I want this baby. What did you say? I'm holding him in my arms. Joyce. I feel he's mine. We don't know anything about him. Well, what do you know about any newborn baby? Well, you know about his parents. Well, what does that mean? Well, you know his, uh, his background. What does that prove? Oh, Joyce, we just can't. Why not? Look, well, we talked about yes. it. Yes, we talked about adopting a baby since, since we couldn't have one of our own. That's all it was, just talk. Oh, was it? Look, Joyce. You mean you never really wanted a child? No. I did, I did. Well, then why haven't we adopted one until... Well, you know why. There's so much red tape and yet... I want this baby. Joyce. Oh, look at him. Look at him, Calvin. Joyce, I... Now, you want him too. You do, don't you? Well, he's... He's really very... He uh, looks like you, Calvin. Oh, come on now. He does. I mean it. Well, maybe... Maybe a little bit. Oh, Calvin. We're going to keep him. 
Well, all right. If we can. Now, what do you mean, if we can? There are legal aspects to this thing. We have to we have to account for the child. To whom? Well, for one thing, we need a birth certificate. Well, let's get one. It isn't that simple. Why not? Because, well, where was he born? Carlton, I want this baby. I'm only trying to clarify the situation. I I don't want to go to the police. Or to any other part of the government. We have to report him. No. Now, they won't let me keep him. How do you know? It'll get all tangled up legally, you know. I'll end up losing him. Joyce, there is no other way. Yes. I'll say he's ours. What? Yes. I gave birth to him last night. You... But we're a thousand miles from home. It's crazy. So who's to say I wasn't pregnant? Joyce, Joyce. I want this baby. I won't give him up. But you can't say we... We'll, we... we'll go to the nearest hospital. Would you stop and listen, please? I, I, I gave birth to him in the car. You gave what? We're, we were trapped by the storm. Well, how could such a thing birth is a natural thing. Yeah, even so, it may be a natural... We're him in to be checked out. Oh, well, they want to check you out. I'll say I'm okay. Yeah, you're... T- and I'm taking the next plane home to my doctor. Joyce, it is just impossible. That way, we can get a birth certificate. Joyce. Joyce, we can. Oh, Calvin. We can. And we will. We can and we will. When a woman talks like that, don't get in her way. Especially where a baby is concerned. And what about that baby? Where did he come from? As you know, that's the purpose of the first act, to pose the question. And we've certainly given you enough to mull over until I return with Act Two, at which time we may even have some more questions. And a little child shall lead them. However... Let us ask ourselves, where? And where shall this particular little child lead them? And us? This little foundling, truly an orphan of the storm. So far, he seems to be leading them into a discussion of fantasy versus reality. And guess which one is going to win. I'll say I gave birth to him last night. But when the doctor examines you... No doctor will examine me. You mean you intend to tell a doctor that you had a baby last night and you won't allow him to, 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 to look you over, see if you're okay? That's right. There's no law says I have to. I feel great, and I'm going right back home to see my own doctor. Oh, that's another thing. What are you going to tell the people back home, huh? The truth. The truth, huh? That I had a baby. But that isn't the truth. It is. But everybody back home knows that you weren't pregnant. That's because he kept it a secret. What? Yes. We kept it a secret. We were disappointed so often we just didn't want to talk about it. Uh, Joyce. And so, when my time came, we just drove down here to... Oh, now, who's going to believe that? Ah, who cares? That's your problem, Calvin. It's always been your problem. You worry about what other people think. You'll name him Calvin Spurlock, Jr. But, Joyce, that... that Calvin Jr. (laughs) How do you like that? Well... Calvin Jr., huh? Mm-hmm. And he's going to do such wonderful things for you. Yeah, for me? Well, for both of us. But especially for you. He's going to make you more serious-minded. Well, I think I'm a pretty serious-minded fellow, isn't it? Oh, oh, no, not enough. You're too easygoing. You don't insist on your rightful share. My rightful share of what? Everything. Credit, position, money. But now you have a son. He has to be raised properly. College alone. <laughs> do you know how much that's going to cost? 
And suppose he wants to go to medical school. That's certainly something to think about. Yes, it is. So start thinking about it right now. First, Mr. Rossler. Joyce, just the mention of his name ruins my day. And we're going to change that. The mention of your name is going to ruin his. And some of your customers who take such advantage of you. We have to talk about that now. And last but not least, your sister and her husband who are milking your father's estate. I believe that Herb is honest. Oh, well, how does that song go? I've got a little list. I've got a little list. Look, Calvin, you said you'd only be away ten days. Yes, I know, Mr. Rossler, but uh, you see, my, my, my wife had a baby... What? She had a baby. Oh. Oh, well, well. Uh, congratulations. Thank you, sir. Uh, I, I was wondering... I know what you were wondering. You want a raise. Well, <laughs> we have another member of the family now. Calvin, I like you. You know that. Oh, yes, Mr. Rosalind. Things have been very rough. We had a budget meeting. and We decided we simply had to cut sales commissions by one half a percent. But, but in keeping with the occasion, I'm going to stick my neck out and see that you only get cut by a quarter percent. Oh, yes, but I... So, in actuality, that really amounts to a raise, doesn't it? A cut? Oh, what could I do? He knew he had me. How could I quit with a new baby and all? Well, you should have threatened to quit. Well, he wouldn't care. Oh, he has to care. You're the best salesman they have. Oh, get another job. Well, this could be the best job in the industry. I have to hold on to it. How can we take a cut and pay? Let's not talk about it now, huh? Why not? Because, because it's been a long day and I'm tired and I want to play with a baby. (laughs) Oh, you can't play with him yet. He's still an infant. Joyce, I I don't know, but, but... But what? Well, he's a month old, right? Yeah. Well, shouldn't he... Shouldn't he... Uh, oh, go ahead, say it. Shouldn't he have grown just a little bit? Yes, I uh, I would think so. You took him to the doctor today, didn't you? Yeah. Well? He hasn't gained an ounce. He hasn't grown even a fraction of an inch. Well, isn't that... Uh, isn't that... Uh, normal? I, I asked the doctor. He He's puzzled. The baby is absolutely healthy in every respect. It's just he... Simply does not grow. But he's healthy. Oh, yes. The doctor assured me of that. Well, then everything must be okay. Honey, you know, uh, kids seem to grow at their own pace. Well, don't they? Well, of course they do, darling. Of course they do. Good morning, Jeff. I understand you want to see me. I do. Uh, sit down, Cal. Uh, how's a new baby? Oh, first rate. Incidentally, uh, thanks for the gift. Joyce is so busy, she just hasn't had a chance to get around the thank you cards. Oh, it's okay. Cal, I've got a problem, which means you've got a problem. His name is Prentice. Prentice? Never heard of him. Prentice is an efficiency expert. A young punk with an MBA knows all the answers. Oh, yeah, spare me the time. Yeah, but we haven't been spared, you and I. He's been looking at my production costs. Your uh, raw material prices are... Uh, out of line. I, I see. He says international mineral is 5% cheaper. Oh, but... I, I know, I know. I explained there's a difference in quality and grade, 
between what you've been selling us and what we get from international. Well, that should have put an end to it. But clowns like him don't understand that. He gave me a long lecture on how quality is subjective. How advertising can overcome any resistance to the product. <laughs> is this man for real? This is the wave of the future. Look, uh, we're down to the bone now in price. You know what uh, Russell will do to me? I realize the spot, Cal. But this expert prentice figures we buy so much from you, you just have to hold still for the 5% cut. I price. can't go back to the office and just... Look, look, this guy, Prentice, how, how serious is he? You better believe him. How much time do I have? We've got 60 days supply on hand. You'll have to let me know in a couple of weeks if you can meet International's price. Yeah. Believe me, Cal, if it weren't for Prentice. Yeah, I know. If it weren't for Prentice. <laughs> having a baby in the house if you're never going to be home. I have one more week. One more week for what? Oh, you know for what. To find another major account. To take up the slide for when we lose Jeff's outfit. That is not your problem. Joyce, how can you say that? You just tell Rossler the facts of life. Joyce, I can't... But he has to decide whether or not Jeff's account and Jeff's volume is worth it. But it is my account. It is not your account because it is not your oh. company. You are not paid enough to worry. Uh, for one for this prentice. Oh, he's not your problem. He's Jeff's problem. He's Rossler's problem. And if we were getting our fair share of your father's money, we wouldn't have to worry about anything at all. Oh, George, you're starting that again. Oh, don't argue with me. I'm on your side. And do you realize you haven't even asked about the baby? <laughs> we woke him up. I'm sorry. We shouldn't quarrel like this again. No, it shouldn't be necessary for us to quarrel at all. I want to go in and look at the baby, huh? Yes. Now, heat up your dinner. Hi, fella. Hey, Junior. How are you? <laughs> Joyce. What is it? Joyce, come in here, will you? Hey, uh, boy. <laughs> Everything okay? What is it? Look, Joyce. Something has to be wrong. I, I know what you're going to say. Well, isn't it obvious? I took him to the doctor yesterday. Let's take him to another doctor. Let's take him to a clinic, to, to a special... Joe, what do you think I've been doing? It's just that you're so busy night and day with that precious job. Joyce, how would we live without that precious job of mine? Oh, sit down and I'll tell you. Well, what is it? The baby's almost three months old. Why doesn't he grow? Oh, nobody knows. Calvin, I'm so frightened. Something's wrong with him, and nobody knows what. Well, the doctors keep saying he's healthy. When is he going to grow? Well, the formula, maybe? Look, we've been all through it. I've tried everything. Nothing seems to help. Look at him. Oh, he's so beautiful. Let him sleep. Yes, it's all right. Come inside. I've, I've got your dinner. I'm sorry I'm late. Did you bring the evening paper? I left it at the coffee table. Anything new? I don't know. I didn't read it. Joyce? Hmm? Yeah? Joyce, you've been aware of something. What? 
I don't know. I... <laughs> well, then how could I be aware of it? Well, I'm talking about a, about a kind of a feeling. Now, will you look at this? Jorgensen's is going out of business. You know, like there's something in the air. Hmm. At times, it's almost like electricity. Ever since we brought the baby home. You know, when I was a little girl, I was practically brought up in Jorgensen's. Hello. Well, here's something about... Guess what? One. Kiowa Flats. Kiowa Flats? What does it say? It says, Kiowa Flats residence up in R. About what? About... Well? Read it. Well, you've got the paper there. You read it. Calvin, read it. Uh, it has been discovered that the wilderness territory north of Kiowa Flats has been used secretly as a dumping ground for atomic waste. Calvin? At first, authorities denied it, then they insisted that the practice had been stopped. That's where we saw. Teams of physicians and scientists from the government health service have assured residents that all safety precautions have been met, that there is absolutely no danger. Calvin? Is that what? Is that why our baby... I don't know. I don't know. And we don't know either. You'd think Joyce and Calvin have problems enough without this new possibility. But consider, Calvin and Joyce are average, ordinary people, everyday people, people like ourselves, the kind of people to whom things happen. All kinds of things. As we shall see in Act 3. All accounts agree. In the beginning, there was the void. And then, there was the act of creation. And however it was done, there was violence, turbulence, a great burning of fires and gases. And finally, after a while, there was the Earth. And in time, us. And here we are. And to what purpose? Joyce, listen, it says that doctors and scientists have assured the people there is no danger. Well, that's what they've been saying since the very beginning of this whole atomic business. That there wasn't going to be any such thing as fallout. Yeah, but they say they've met all safety precautions. How do they know what safety precautions they need? Look, Joyce, they're they're fine. Look, are you trying to convince me? Or yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You've got an engineering degree. I haven't really done anything. Well, maybe that's what's wrong with you. Instead of being an engineer, you you became a salesman. George, you know, you have this genius for changing the subject. Everything's a part of the same subject. No, the subject is the most serious thing in the world. Our baby may be infected by radioactive material. Well, you've got a science background. Tell me how. Tell you how. Uh... By just being there on that ground. But he couldn't have been there too long. His parents may have lived in the area. But then again, they, they, they could have been passing through just like you did. Yes, whatever. But there have been no other reports in that area of abnormal children. Well, don't you dare call my child abnormal. Go there, there now, darling. No, 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 no. Daddy didn't mean it. No, no, he didn't. Calvin, tell Junior you didn't mean it. Tell him. You come here and tell him. I... I didn't mean it, son. I, I, I didn't mean it. Oh, there, see? Now you just go back to sleep. That's it. 
That's it. He must never say anything like that again. But he doesn't understand. How do you know? A child determines your meaning by the tone of your voice. Yeah, all right, all right. Calvin, what could have happened? I don't know. Yes, you do. You don't want to tell me. It's only a theory. I have a right to know. There's that radioactive material in the ground. And I know that. All right. Now, you have this storm. It's not just an ordinary storm. I remember. Now, this may sound a little bit flowery. Well, don't be afraid to say it. If ever there was an unleashing of primeval forces. Yes. Look, I, I don't know, but this is how it was at the creation. It was radioactive. It was lightning. It was a whole, an entire holocaust of tremendous energy. And then this is what sparked life itself. And so who knows what it did to this child. And the doctors look at him and they see nothing. They find nothing. They know nothing. And they say nothing. What are we going to do? What can we do? Can we... Can we... Say it. I insist that you say it since you think it. Say it. Can we keep him? He's ours. But it's obvious he won't grow. He'll always be like this. How... How will we explain him? Doesn't matter. Joyce. Joyce, do you feel something? What do you mean? I don't know. It's just a feeling... Uh, uh, uh. Of what? An odd feeling, that's all. Like a force. What kind of force? I wish I could explain it. Well, let's talk about something important. We have a child with a problem. Now, don't interrupt. We're going to need a great deal of money. Yes, I understand. I don't think you do. You'll have to get an accounting of your father's estate. From Eunice and her. Oh, well, look, Joyce. I told them to come over here tomorrow night. But, Joyce, that's it. Eunice, I asked you to come over here with her. I know you did, but Herb had to fly out to the coast on business. Well, first class, no doubt. You know Herb has a bad back. He can't sit all cramped in the tourist cabin. Bad back and all. I bet he brought his golf clubs. Well, isn't that where business is conducted? On a golf course? It seems to me the investments from the estate should yield more income. Herb is doing the best he can during a difficult economic period. Herb's best is nowhere good enough. I've had enough of this. Calvin, are you going to stand by and see all your money go down the drain? Say something. Don't just stand there. Huh. Huh. Joyce, you... You feel something in the air. Calvin! So strange. Calvin, explain to this woman you married that you cannot call your sister a thief. It's a force. Tell her we can go to court. I feel it inside me. These nasty suspicions. It's not exactly a force, but... But a light. A great light. And I can see so many things. And tell her what we can do, Calvin. Yes, of course I will. Well, it's about time. Yes, it is. It's about time somebody helped Eunice. Helped her? 
Poor Eunice. She needs so much help. What are you talking about? All of you. Your entire being. Just calling out for help. Now look, Calvin. Joyce, Joyce, Joyce. Now you must remain very still. And you must not say another harsh or bitter word. Not now. Not to Eunice. Not while she's troubled. Eunice, I hear you calling for help. I'll stand by you. I know how it is with you now. What? What are you saying? I know, Eunice, I know. No. No, nobody knows. You never thought to ask me for help because you're the older sister, but it's all right. I know what's in your heart. No, you don't. You, you yes, can't. Yes, I do. But I never told anyone. You did, Eunice. You just told me. What? What did I tell you? You're wrong. It isn't true. I don't know what you're saying. You're saying to yourself that Herb married you for the money. He, he did. Don't say that. Then why would he marry me? He loves you, Eunice. Why would, would a handsome man like Herb fall in love with me? You should have seen all the beautiful girls who were after him. I did. None of them were nearly as good as you. It was the money. That's what you're thinking. You got him with the money. Therefore, you have to hold him with the money. Well, I... That isn't true. Herb doesn't know anything about money, how to handle it, how to invest it. He's only doing it because he's afraid of you. I, I can't believe You've it. You've built him up as a financial genius. He's trying to live up to it. And he can't. He doesn't want to handle the money. Then why didn't he tell me? He's afraid to tell you. Well, how do you know? Because he told me. When did he tell you? Just now. Now? Go ahead, Eunice. Do it. Do what you're thinking. You want to get on the next plane for the West Coast? Go to him. How did you know what I... True, isn't it? That's exactly what you're thinking. Tell him he doesn't have to try to be the wolf of Wall Street anymore. Calvin. Come on, now, don't waste another minute. There's a taxi cab standing at the corner. Calvin, I... I... Goodbye, dear. Goodbye. Have a good flight. Calvin. What did you do? You must have taken a course in psychology I never knew about. You analyzed her mind. I didn't analyze her mind. Of course you did. No. I read her mind. You read her mind? Well, maybe read isn't quite the right word. I guess it was revealed to me. (laughs) Well, right, darling, use any word you like. It's the same thing. No, it isn't the same thing. This is different. It's like a force. All right. Have it your way. Come in, Cal. Hello, Jeff. Well, this is the crucial time. Can you give us the price cut? Can I? Sure. Will I? No. You won't. Should I tell you why? Well... Doesn't matter. You really don't want me to give you the cut. How can you say that? Because that's what you're saying, Jeff. I what? To yourself. You have to press me for the reduction, but you want me to turn you down. Why would I want you to turn me down? Well, you know why. So you can go on record as saying that inferior materials ruin the product. And that's what'll get the efficiency expert prentice out of here. Look, I never said that to anybody. But it's what you're saying to yourself, isn't it? 
You're right. Prentice figured you'd be too scared to lose the account over 5%. Yes, I know that. He told me. He told you? He also told me that he's not a complete fool. He can't afford to lose out on our material. He'd even pay more for it if he has to. But I don't understand. From now on, he has to. There will be an increase of 5%. 5%? That's very reasonable, considering we haven't raised the price in three years. Prentice will hit the ceiling. Of course he will. But he'll drop down again. And behave himself. Calvin... I hope you know what you're doing. Oh, I do. It'll all work out. You'll see. I told you, Calvin, a raise is out of the question. In that case, I quit. I'll call you bluff. See the cashier and get your money. You'll have to do better than 8%. Now, what are you talking about? You're talking about the kind of increase you'll offer me to stay on. You're crazy. I'm worth 25% more. I won't hold still with that. You will. You're even relieved I haven't asked for more. Now, see here. You, you, you have no right to read my mind. Well, from now on, think good, clean, pure thoughts. And you'll have nothing to be ashamed of. things have worked out since we had the baby. Yeah. You straightened out your sister and her husband and Jeff and Hoffman. Mm-hmm. I say we. Actually, it's you. You did it all, Calvin. What is it? I used to think it was a force. But it's more of a light. Light? It comes from the baby. I don't see it. It's not something you see. You feel it. It comes from the baby. Something was created that night. Something entered the body of this child. And made him different. Oh, please, Calvin. A superior intelligence. Born of the storm. And the radioactive material. Oh, no. no. And he endows us with the qualities because... We sustain and nourish him. Oh, Calvin, listen to me. You've had a change in personality. You've become stronger, smarter, that's all. No, Joyce. I feel that I can do anything. Become anybody. Calvin, I'm scared. How lucky for me and for everybody that I'm not cruel. Or ambitious. Now see what you did. You woke him up. No, my dear. He woke me. Who is Calvin Spurlock, Jr.? Or we could also ask, what is Calvin Spurlock, Jr.? What happened that night? That violent, stormy night in those mountains filled with radioactive waste. Where did the child come from? And what did actually happen to him? It's all a matter of conjecture, but... I shall have an insight for you when I return shortly. 
What is life? We think of life as we know it. Men, animals, plants. But isn't there room for other forms of life? Forces, ideas, currents, powers? Aren't we actually an intelligence that is supported by a body? Think of a higher intelligence that doesn't need a body as we know it. One that can borrow any handy body that happens to be lying around. Our cast included Ralph Bell, Ann Williams, Jackson Beck, and Hetty Galen. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.